Hey everybody, welcome back. In today's episode of Raising Unicorns, the Super Bowl ads are competing for our approval. Find out which ads stuck out to us and why. Successful businesses come in all different shapes, sizes, and animals. On the Raising Unicorns podcast by Harm Brothers, we share the video marketing gold that has helped companies of all shapes and sizes grow by hundreds of thousands to hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. So if you've got a business and you're ready to use video to scale it, this episode was crafted for you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Raising Unicorns podcast. I have myself, Shane Rickard, and our special guest, Ryan Todd Powell. Yesterday was the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, between the Chiefs and the Birds. The Eagles. And the Eagles lost. Sorry, Eagle fans. Not, but, not sorry. Yeah, Ryan wasn't sorry. I'm sorry, because I really didn't care that much about either one of them, but I thought it was just a great game. But as we all know, there are millions and millions and millions of dollars spent on commercials for millions the... And millions, millions and millions and millions of dollars spent on commercials. And so at Harmon Brothers, we always like to look at the Super Bowl ads and evaluate them and kind of talk about them. We always do it in our weekly meetings after the Super Bowl, as I'm sure most advertising agencies do. And we have four different criteria that we evaluate people's creative when we go into clients that potentially working with and we're looking at their creative and assessing what they've done well, what they could improve on or where we think we could come in and help them. So those four criteria are first and foremost, is it sticky? And what we mean by that, if you've read the book by Dan and Chip Heath, it's called Made to Stick. It's a book that talks about like what really good like marketing and advertising campaigns consists of elements that make a concept very sticky and very memorable. Like it sticks to you like duct tape. So that's one criteria. The other is, is how engaging is it? And sometimes people confuse those two because some things that are sticky and stick with you can be engaging as well. But just because something is engaging doesn't mean it's memorable. There's a lot of crap I watch on Instagram and TikTok that I'm like, this is engaging, but I forgot about it five seconds later. Yeah, it sucks you in at first. And in the moment, you're very engaged, but then later it's gone. Couldn't tell you what it was about. Couldn't tell you anything. Yeah. And then the third one is obviously, does it make you want to buy the product? That's a huge one. Does it sell? Like, does it make you want to be like, I want to buy that thing? And then the fourth one is, does it make you want to be part of that brand's tribe? Does it make you want to be part of that group or like, oh, they get me, I identify with them or I want to be part of that group because it seems like awesome. Like every time I watch an Apple ad, I'm like, yeah, I'm a creator. I want to dance like with all my music stuff going on and do stuff because I'm creative. On your walls and partying and who yeah, was that? Yeah, I just Spike? Spike Lee and I walk through and I'm like, I buy HomePod, so I'm artistic. <laughs> I love this. Take my money, Apple. Those are the four criteria and what we're going to do is we're going to go through kind of our good, our okay, and then ones we think are bad. And we're going to talk about them and kind of go through the different criteria and why we think they're good and why we think they're bad. All right. So this is not a list encompassing every single ad, but these were just some of the ones that we wanted to highlight. I think one of my absolute favorite ads was Adam Driver's Squarespace campaign or the campaign with Adam Driver. There's a couple different spots that they did with this campaign. I thought they were hilarious. There's two that I'm thinking of. There's the one where there's like multiple versions of him. He's on set. He's working on something that he's shooting and he's being interviewed. So that one was extremely sticky and engaging for me. And I think it did sell Squarespace pretty well. Like it made me want to go check it out because I might need a website sometime. I was curious about it. I mean, I've heard of Squarespace a lot, but no, yeah. been maybe in the back of my mind at best. I think it's one of those ones like it's interesting with the brand tribe. Like, do you want to be part of the brand tribe? Anytime I see a company that like swings for the fence on creativity, I'm like, oh man, I respect that. Mm -hmm. I think I was a little bit softer on the sales side because I was like, oh, this is interesting, but I don't know how it relates to like the website. <laughs> Like well, building capacity of it. That's like the only thing I would say is like, but otherwise it was super sticky and Adam Driver was super funny in it. I thought it was really, really 
well done. That's true. It wasn't heavy on the sales side. I think it did a great job of making you want to be a part of that tribe. And it was super engaging. Very now, everybody likes Adam Driver, right? It's just, he's just a funny guy. I had this criticism last year also, but basically there are very few ads during the Super Bowl that don't rely on a celebrity appearance or a hit song or some sort of like pop culture element or nostalgic element. Mm -hmm. There's very few original ads that you see nowadays during the Super Bowl. I still enjoy a lot of them that use the celebrities and stuff. And so like I see why they're using them, but I'm just like, you guys have massive budgets. This The world is full of amazingly creative people, creative writers. So why can't you swing for the fences a little more? It's funny because like people think our ads are expensive and a Super Bowl ad is oh. like exponentially more expensive than a Harmon Brothers ad, which by the way, we have campaigns that range as low as like, you know, $20,000 mm -hmm. going all the way up to like, you know, big, huge campaigns that are a year-long contract, like over a million dollars. These guys are like talking like three, four million dollars for millions productions. And millions you got like and millions and millions. The buyouts and the linear TV rights plus the actual <laughs> billions and billions. <laughs> the linear TV buys are insane. Because Ryan, you looked into it for Skull Shaver for doing a national one because they've talked about that and they did a mm -hmm. regional one this year. Congratulations. Thank Ryan you. was the creative director on that one. So it's kind of cool. No, you were too. Well, we, 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 we both worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was your baby. Let's be honest. I did almost everything. <laughs> You looked into it because you actually reached out to Fox and you were looking at what it was. Or, and then you looked into NBC because you were looking for next year because all the buys or, have been purchased, Yeah, right? I got the years wrong and they they were handling the World Cup this year. I guess last year now. Yeah. But, but yeah, they rotate. Yeah, so I think they were saying the average Super Bowl spot, just the airtime was like it's like $6.5 million if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for a 30 second, I think. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't quote me, but it's something it was, like that. It was it's tremendously large. Like, and if you're spending that much money, to your point, it's like, can't you get some like really good original creative? Yeah. I do wonder if it's kind of like the Marvel thing a little bit or like studios are so scared to like invest any money into anything that's original. Mm -hmm. They just want to have a tentpole franchise or IP backing it up. It's like, totally. let's just rehash Marvel or let's rehash Lord of the Rings. Let's yeah. rehash, like, you I, know. I get it. I yeah. get it. It's like, it's a business. They want to be safe. They want their investments to be safe. But my gosh, there's so many good creatives out there. Like There, it, there are. And, and it's like, I think me and a lot of other people are going to respect people that make original content a lot more mm -hmm. than the ones that are just... Th these are the type of people that are making the reboots and the remakes all the time. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's like, honestly, at this point, that is breaking the pattern of having an ad that doesn't have a yeah, you're gonna giant stand out celebrity more. in it. Especially if it's good creative. Yeah. Like, oh, which, dang, that was good. Which I'm going to take as a segue into one of my favorite commercials from the Super Bowl, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. But it's the Peanuts one. The, roast, oh, the roasted Peanuts. So the good. The planners. Yeah, I love that. It was just, there There wasn't a celebrity. There was no like hit songs. It was just this really clever concept where Mr. Peanut is getting roasted like a comedy roast. And, and there were actually there's, some really there's good a burns. couple really good jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And he's like, oh man, I wish they would have killed know, my character killed again. Off. <laughs> yeah, killed me off again. <laughs> it's like, let's get back to ruining some brownies over here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't you have some brownies to ruin? Yeah. That was like my favorite joke there. Yeah, uh, big, big fan of your work in Thai food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or like, there's Rich and then they have been wearing pants for 100 years, Rich. Yeah. Like, it was just good, clever writing. And it was, it was around the spokesperson that's very, very memorable and sticky. You like the product. You're like, oh, man, I like those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. That's clever. And to your point, like when I saw that and it didn't have those other things that I've been complaining about, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I'm going to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's true. Another one was the Miller Lite, Coors Light, and Blue Moon combination. Like oh, yeah. they did that. That was brilliant. That commercial with all three of them. You want to talk about that? They started off with like, you know, this, for the first time in 30 years or 20 <laughs> years, Miller Lite is doing a Super Bowl commercial. And it's like, no, Coors Light is doing it. And it breaks into this like amazing fight between these two dudes holding these two beers. Yeah. 
And it's like pretty well choreographed. It's pretty intense. Yeah. And so you think for sure, it's like, oh man, this is like like two competing ad com- or, or beer ads like fighting for each other. I'm like, yeah. this is a weird collaboration. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're wrong. It's a Blue Moon beer <laughs> yeah. commercial. <laughs> yeah, you're both wrong. It's a Blue Moon. <laughs> and, and we found this out. We might have to fact check this, Keith. Can you fact check this for us while we're talking about it? <laughs> like uh, one, of our, one of our creative team members this morning was like, those all three of those beers are made by the same company. Which makes which, sense. Which is like brilliant. People are talking about it. Like just the good twist and turn of defying expectation. Yeah. It was a good turn and it made me laugh yeah. out loud when I watched it. Fantastic ad. Yeah. Fantastic ad. Those and it two made for three different brands, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It was very, very inventive, very surprising. Yeah. It was shot so well. Great choreography. It was very... D- no hit sticky. songs, no, no celebrities. Nothing. It wasn't like selling me on it outside of like, it's like, that was funny and I like my companies that I buy products from to be funny. Yeah. And, and I think, I, and most I, people... Yeah. And that's that's the power of comedy and advertising. And then I thought the Doritos one was pretty great with Jack Harlow and him like becoming like a triangle musician. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was pretty funny. I love that. But I don't think of, it's funny because of Jack Harlow. I just think it's funny because the concept. Oh no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think it's great. Yeah. Like, yeah, they did have a celebrity in there. So but it was a very clever original concept. Yeah. It was very and, original. Yeah, they put it to good use. They put his position of being a musician to good use. Yeah. And then even like Elton John showed up. And, and then I love they had that. the award ceremony at the end and yeah. he didn't he doesn't win being the best triangle player even though he's a shit of the year yeah yeah <laughs> the tag on it was really really good it's like try a new angle like yeah. it's got the angle of the Doritos is like the try a new angle it's like a new Doritos flavor which I thought was like brilliant yeah and then they had to play um, on like it's a love triangle at the beginning or something, <laughs> yeah. something like that yeah. yeah very original ad super original concept really really well executed the other one that we had here is the Breaking Bad ad for Popcorners which I'm gonna just straight up admit this one was not original. It was literally just reshooting <laughs> scenes from Breaking Bad. And since like Breaking Bad was like arguably the greatest television show of all time, and we like all want more of it, and everyone's like with going through withdrawals now that like Better Call Saul is over. We're like, oh, because that yeah. show's been over for ten years. Twenty thirteen is when it finished. Yeah, I mean it's been a while, but I do think they use that very well. All the scenes fit very well, and yeah. like when they're cooking in the camper, and like when they were like actually with the the deal with Tuco, all the oh, different so the tie-ins with the product was very cleverly written so it's like oh man that was good that's a differentiator there it's like you can use celebrities and like these nostalgic pieces of pop culture shows movies whatever in really good clever ways and I think that's the way to go but there's other ones where it's just like okay we've got this you know whatever concept let's just pop a celebrity in there and people love that celebrity and it's just gonna sell I can't imagine I mean maybe they just paid Brian Cranston and uh, Aaron Paul just obscene amount of money and the guy who plays Tuco is probably like yeah I don't have anything going on (laughs) (laughs) because Guess better call Saul's raft. <laughs> it's a lot easier to get someone like Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul on board with something like this because they're still very much still like in demand as actors mm. because it's a good concept. When the concept is really, really good, you can get really good celebrities. As soon as it started, I just started laughing to myself. So I know those two had to have just loved it, you know, yeah. right from the start. You know, it's very like funny. Jesse being revealed by that really cool, very breaking bad camera angle, like looking up through the tray. Through the through the glass. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Classic. So now we're going to go over some ones we thought were particularly heinous in terms of just missing the mark, wasn't funny. And we'll talk about why we think it was just off. So the first one we have here is the workplace rock stars. And it's like playing off the trope that people call each other rock stars and that the actual rock stars like Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons. Was it Gene Simmons from Kiss? And a couple others. Billy Idol. Legitimate rock stars. And I love love all of these artists. Yeah, I love classic rock. But man, this, I don't know, something about this commercial just 
just fell flat for me. I can't even remember. Do you remember what the ad was for? Yes, because I looked it up and made a point to remember it so I could talk about it. Yeah, okay. I so, think, I think I, it, well, I, I think it's workplace.com, right? See, this is not a good sign in my mind. So it's for Workday. I don't even know what oh, Workday whoops, does. I, got <laughs> I don't know what Workday does. <laughs> Especially where a company like this, where they don't have like general marketplace awareness of what they do. A beer company like Miller Lite or Coors Light or Blue Moon. We all know those brands. We all know what they do. Or, been or around their forever. Product. They've been around forever. They have enough marketplace awareness that like they can do that. Like Workday, I don't know what they do. And seeing being a finance and HR rockstar, is it like outsourcing or fractional like HR people? Like yeah. what is it? Is it a tool for HR positions? Like I don't know. And and the ad didn't do anything to clarify that at all. No. Nope. So I feel like when you're at a certain level, you just can't get away with executions like this without people just being like, I, I mean, I get it that people call each other rock stars in offices, but that doesn't really help me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's a little clever quip that they have in there throughout. It's yeah. a little, that's that thread that goes through it. And it's like, okay, it's clever. I like that, but... I don't get what else I'm supposed to take away yeah, from Yeah, what am I supposed to get out of it? Back to the bad. What else we got here? Up front, I'm going to state, I love Maya Rudolph. I think she's hilarious. I love her in everything she's in, except for this at the clans. Oh my god! I just didn't get it, man. Because I had the same thing. I like watched it. I'm like, I don't get it. I just wanted to stop watching it. To me, the reason why this doesn't work is like, because we've done a bunch of food commercials at Haro Brothers over the years, like for Taos Bakes. We've done it for Camp Chef. We've done it for Kodiak Cakes. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have had a lot of food products. And I feel like anytime, like we've nixed a ton of jokes that anytime there's any type of like gross association with it because it's like at the end of the day you're selling a product for its for like the food so you don't want to have a joke in there that puts people like in a bad taste in their mouth and they're meant to like yeah. in, in their mind and like chocolate covered clams I'm yeah. just like it's it's not funny enough to justify it. like I feel like it has to be either like the funniest freaking commercial I've ever yeah. seen to justify like basically taking something that has a positive association with a chocolate candy and then inserting something disgusting it better be a heck of a lot funnier than that absolutely and I think it was a total miss and I'm sorry, Maya. It's just a shame because I feel like she's so unbelievably she's talented. So, she's so funny. And she's so funny. It's just, it's like, it's such a squandered opportunity with, I think, mediocre writing and like, maybe we're just like not getting it. It's more meta. Maybe. Like, we're just like too old. Maybe we're so old. We're just so we're old. We're in our 30s. Just was a total miss for me. Feel like it didn't make me want to be part of the brand. Kind of gross. Didn't sell me on the product at all. It wasn't funny enough. It was sticky in a bad way, I would say. That like I'm going to remember that as like, man, that was a total miss. It was it supposed to be playing off of the M&Ms are gone now because they got canceled. Because they changed. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, I'm assuming. That's what I assumed. Because like the Eminem at the end comes in with the science says help. And so I, I I don't know. It's like it's like too esoteric and too much energy for a commercial. Like yeah. I don't want to like research this to understand your joke. And I feel like we're in tune with that. I remember even reading the stuff about the canceled Eminems, and I still don't think it's like very funny. So this one I don't even remember that much. There's the Mikkel Ultra Caddyshack. I don't know if you thought that was really bad. I I did not like it. I, I just think again, it's like a remake of like a show, and it's like, hey, we did a parody of a movie from the 1970s, you know. And it was Caddyshack. It yeah, was like 1970s. And, like, and, eh. and Bill Murray's not in it, in my opinion. The only good thing about Caddyshack is Bill Murray. I rewatched it recently. It does not hold up, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> and except for the Bill Murray scenes. Yeah. And so they took the best part and they replicated it, and it was in a like worse way. Effect, yeah. at best. Who's it for? Michelob Ultra? Is that I think who so. Was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that for me, that's another big like indicator of how good I think the commercials are. It's how much I remember and associate the brand with the commercial, yeah. especially if I don't know who they like are or what they do. Like if they don't tell me what they do, it's like that's a waste. That's what they did great with the Breaking Bad popcorners one because. 
It was so integrated into it. Yeah, they say the name up front, and then later, Walter says, say their name. And then they repeat it. (laughs) See, it's just clever writing. It's great writing. With the source material. Yep. Anyone who's in the advertising industry or who is like looking to do marketing, you can ask yourself, like for the creative you're producing, if you're not as well-known as like M&Ms or like Miller Lite... (laughs) You should probably have your concepts have some explanation of what the product does or mm-hmm. what it is. Instead of just assuming that everybody's going to kind of get it. The classic one we, we've used over the years is like, uh, I think it's stamps. Was it stamps.com? See, now I can't even remember the, the example, but it was an example of like, to help you remember stamps.com, we unle- unleashed a, a pack of ravenous wolves on this marching band. Oh. And it's so funny because it's so violent. It's and so the, funny, the, but you don't know what it is. But I can't, I you don't still, know what it's I don't selling. remember what it is. Is it stamps.com? No, no, it's like computers.com. It's a computer something. Okay, now I gotta look it up. Now I gotta look it up. I love this commercial. I probably watched it like, I am kid you not, because of Harlem Brothers and doing some research and just my own amusement. Oh, it's so funny. Probably like 15 times. Yeah, it's hilarious. And I still don't know what the freak it's for. Yeah, because it's just a bunch of like wolves like attacking a marching band on one of them. Outpost.com. Outpost.com. I don't even know what Outpost.com does. And that's literally what the, the front of the ad says in an effort to get people to remember our name. So they get a marching band to spell out outpost.com. So you might remember the name of for a while, but you don't know what it's about. <laughs> it's, it's such a good shot. It's like the gates at, like, at the Kentucky Derby open up and all these wolves just like come out. Just like why did his drive? Or like just like beasts being unleashed into the the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah after yeah, the yeah. gladiators. It's so poorly married to the actual like what the product does. So you got the computer stuff. I thought it was like postage.com or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like you post stamps.com or whatever. Clearly that didn't work super effectively. It's like the pitfall of like some people when they think good advertising, they think like these high concept things that are super funny. But I think the hardest is when you marry a super funny concept to the product in a way that's super memorable. Mm-hmm. And not very many people can get away with not marrying it to the product in an integral way. And those people are usually Fortune 500 companies that are like very well well-known consumer goods, you know, that have like, they're in the zeitgeist and people know, have a general awareness of what they do. So moral of the story and to wrap this up is make ads that have your creative very much so reinforcing what your product is or what it does in this, as clever of a way as possible because it'll make it more memorable and people will appreciate it more. And it'll actually ultimately drive more sales because they remembered what you are or what, what the advertising was about. Because otherwise, you've missed the mark. Absolutely. Hopefully we can get some better Super Bowl commercials in the future. If you were in Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Chicago, or New York, you probably will have seen one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was the 30-second version and the long version is way better. But I will say, that's the case with a lot of these ones. Like the, that's the, true. The Mr peanut roast right i liked the set before how long was it oh yeah it's actually the, the extended version is like a it's like a comedy set oh it's so long i need to actually watch the whole thing it's like 10 minutes or something yeah 11 minutes and 45 seconds it's a full <laughs> freaking roast i don't know if the joke's gonna play for 12 minutes <laughs> sometimes a longer form version because there's a lot of when you have you see the extended cut online which is definitely an option now in these days where people go right. search super wads yeah with that squarespace stuff adam driver stuff the extended stuff was way funnier yeah it was better it was, it was funnier make stuff that is centered on your product and it'll sell better and integrate it in a clever way and it'll stick more with people. Totally. Make it sticky. Alright guys, until next time, thanks for joining us on Raising Unicorns. Tired of playing catch up on your marketing approach? Plan your whole year of ad content with our video strategy in a day. The Harmon Brothers are known for their ad work with Lumi, Purple, and Skull Shaver, and now we're offering a 20 minute video that helps you strategize your best profit pushing ad research, messaging, and testing for free. Because a win for great businesses is a win for all of us. Go to harmonbrothers.com forward slash video strategy to save future you a lot of stress with no pitch and nothing to buy.